Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Today, we continue our comic book movie journey through film with Catwoman 2004. I am Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. Let me lay the groundwork for the folks at home right quick. Uh, uh, give them the, give them the business about Catwoman here. Uh, released on July 23rd, 2004. It was directed by Pitoff. One name, Pitoff. P-I-T-O-F. Um, Simply known as Plitoff. Like Adele, Drake. This, yeah. this guy's just, okay. Also of note, has not had a directorial f- credit since. Um, I wonder if he just yeah got fired from the industry instantly. I don't know. Yeah, they just there no one wanted him back. I guess. Yeah, be good. But this was also written by uh, with a story by Teresa Rebeck, John Brancato, Michael Ferris, and a screenplay screenplay by Michael Ferris, John Brancato, and John Rogers. So, uh, in conclusion, five four writers and a director, five people worked together. To make this movie as fucking terrible as it is. Eesh. Yeah, I clicked on, on I'm just on IMDb, and I'm like, ooh, 13 awards and 8 nominations. No, what a biscuit award for All yeah. worst, 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 picture worst, worst. Yeah, ooh, that's just... I will, okay. give, I will give Halle Berry credit for this. She won the Razzie for Worst Actress that year, and she was the only actress to ever accept the award in person. And when she accepted it, and she gave, and she gave a, an acceptance speech, she was holding her Oscar. So it's pretty. That's badass. It's that's pretty actually, badass. That's okay, pretty that's, fucking cool. Uh, damn. The yeah. first person to accept it in person. That's actually hilarious. And she, yeah. Okay. That's sick. yeah. She she walked out on stage holding her Oscar and a Razzie. <laughs> uh, one of only six actors in history to possess both an Oscar and a Razzie, and she is the she's the sixth. It had only it happened five times previous. It has not happened wow. since. Wow. Wow. Uh, what a movie we have in store for today, though, huh? Ah, uh, man. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a big old pile of poop. In the in the words of Jeff Goldblum's Dr. Ian Ma- Malcolm in Jurassic Park, that is a big pile of shit. You know? Yeah. Is, uh... You know, we, we got to have the bad, you know. To, to know what's good and to know what we love the most, we got to have the worst of the worst somewhere. And you this know, is and... this is this is up there, man. We've had we've had a lot of middle of the road movies. We've had a lot of good movies. You know, the middle mm-hmm. of the roads. You know, I know a lot of people like to dismiss a few of them, but like uh, Howard the Duck, often regarded as a really bad movie. I ended up finding it more middle oh, of the road. Yeah. You know, uh, Blade, sort of middle of the road, a little bit above middle of the road. Blade Two, specifically, the most middle of the road movie we've ever watched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we've had the bad Superman Three. 
Supergirl, Superman 4-ish. Um, that was even more middle of the road. But, like, this is... It takes the cake. This is down there. I think. Yeah, this I is think, down there. I think it takes the cake. Um, and it's... Let's see. Is Supergirl our lowest overall? Ever, yeah. Like, for everything? Yeah, 3.44 overall. It'll be, it'll be interesting to 10. see where this lands. But I'd say... If I'm going to watch one of those movies again, I go to Supergirl, Supergirl like nine times out of ten. But that's the thing is that I probably don't go to any of them in the first place. Yeah, I probably no, don't I mean, go I'm to not, either of them. But – I got to have a gun pointed at my head to choose <laughs> to watch one of those again. Like I'm glad that I've just seen it now. You know, I can I can speak on it and I can actually – I don't know. There's not many things where I hear something like, oh, this is terrible. This is just bad. And it is, you know, and then I actually watch it and it, and it actually is bad. That usually doesn't happen often. No, it's, it's usually, usually like, people, ah, you guys yeah. are too harsh on this movie yeah. or something like that. This one, I don't know. I think, no, uh, this is pretty bad. This yeah. is pretty bad. And, and man, just the, the editing alone is enough to make it like unwatchable at some points. It is mm. just so fast. There's a part in the final fight. I texted you about this as soon yeah. as I watched it. Did you know which second I was talking wow. about? Well, when it popped up, yeah. yeah. I was like, holy Dude, crap. Yeah. There's a moment in the final fight that I immediately, like, I almost had a seizure from a flashing light sequence where flashing lights weren't anywhere on my screen, nope. bro. Uh, yep. There were five cuts so fast that i was like what the fuck just happened i had to measure the amount of time it took for those cuts to happen i'm not exaggerating there were five cuts within one single second i time i like went back and i checked because mm-hmm. i was like no fucking way it i wouldn't blew my mind it wouldn't be out of the question to think that it might have there might be more than five seconds in or five shots in one second somewhere else in the movie like i mean it's it's not even at just the final fight that they do this mm. it's like the whole time anytime there's action it is just bang 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 or even like um there was just a scene where it was just i don't know patience or catwoman i don't like yeah patience uh, phillips just, also uh, not yeah. Selena Kyle. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, but Patience and Sally, or I think is her her name, like her yeah, her Sally. friend's name. They're just yeah, on the I'm phone not. with each other, and it's just cutting back and forth so fast, like between them, that it's just I don't know. It's just like holy crap, just stay on someone for like more than a second, please. Like it, I don't know. It's just so jump cutty that I I don't know. It felt like it was a YouTube video or something, honestly, like it didn't really feel like it was a moot or a movie. Um, but I don't, like, I guess the thing is, is that the, the story is so weird that you would expect them to just try to go wacky and try to just have moments in the movie that were really, really cool for Catwoman. But like, I don't even know, like the action with her was just like, Oh wow, they're really making her a cat. Like, she is, this, a, like she is a cat woman the way Spider Man is a Spider Man. He has the powers and abilities of a spider. Maybe even and the more. way she, yeah, like, maybe even more like the food. She takes on the, the traits. Hissing. Yeah, yeah, like she's kissing at dogs, and then she had to be like, "Oh, that's just allergies." When she Sorry. goes to the bar and she asks for a drink. She asks them to hold the Kahlua and vodka. They're in, making it a glass of milk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
I, I guess it's, you know, they were going full blown. They want, I mean, they wanted to, but it just wasn't the right decision. Like, I don't understand why it had to be some, a long line of cat women that this midnight just chooses. Is it this, this one cat midnight that is like a, an eternal cat that chooses, or is it just like, there's a cat somewhere in the world that can breathe mysterious Egyptian gas into you whenever you die so that you I come have, back as Catwoman. I have no I idea. Know. Um, but what a, clue. what a way to make her her origin, you know, it's... What's I, up with the movies and deciding that the way they're going to do, do Catwoman is that she's got to die and then be brought back to life via alley cats essentially i know she wasn't in an alley but like she kept seeing the cats in an alley and then they followed her somewhere and then i'm sorry what the fuck is going on here it was this was <laughs> so confusing and then like the whole storyline of of the beauty industry the beauty. um and yeah just like how how this product is actually killing people slowly over time, and you know they well, they don't want to tell them because they're profiting, and the more they use it, the more they have to blah blah blah. Oh, but but also it makes you so goddamn pretty that your face is just indestructible if you use it enough. It's marble. Your skin is skin is hard as marble. So like, is Sally if if like. Is the Sally the same way, kinda, or is no, it like only is that now that she's stopped using it, she's going to die? Yeah, that's what I thought. Is this like now they that don't she threw pick it away? That up. Yeah, they just threw it away. She was like, "Yeah, stop using this. Trust me, it's bad for you." But I'm like, "Wait a minute!" But then there's no cure. Like I thought that they would for sure do like some cure, you know, or like she would find a cure and then give it to every. I don't know. I thought that that's what was gonna. You no, know, just didn't get there at all, and. I like, I guess, like, you know, she's finding herself and everything as she becomes Catwoman. But, like, the first thing that she wants to do is steal that necklace. And, like, because, like, if those guys weren't there, she was going to steal it. Like, straight mm -hmm. up, you know, like, that. Nothing, nothing wrong about it. But, like, I thought, you know, they had to have, like, the anti-hero aspect in there. So they're like, oh, yep, it's just being robbed at the same time so that she can kill or, like, get rid of the bad guys. Yeah. But not. Yeah, this movie starts a trend. That is actually pretty negative in terms of movie making for comic book movies. This movie results in us getting, uh, you know, Black Adam, where, you know, mm. a villain, an actual villain turns into a guy who we end up having to root for over the course of the movie. And they try to stilt it so that we have to root for him. Like, just these, like these villains they've decided to make into anti-heroes and this one and i'm okay with that like if you can do it right that's mm -hmm. fine you know like i don't i don't have a pro like venom they do a pretty good job with the venom movies you know uh but <laughs> the fact that this is so so far from the way catwoman in any source material is uh because you know i'm perfectly cool with her stealing the score out from under another mm. thief that's cool what's not cool is making the cat persona like a hulk situation oh, yeah where she can't really remember it and then feeling bad about stealing and returning the stuff because that's also not something catwoman feels bad about that's her bag that is what she does so like 
I don't know, man. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't like that when the cat took over, she started acting naughty. Yeah, and she couldn't remember anything as well, you know. And yeah, and and it's just her her wild side, you know, is coming out. And it's like, I mean, I like I like the story. Like she's you know she doesn't have a job anymore. She's like she feels lost. And like they could have like. I don't know, honed in on that. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. I'm going to have to, like, fend for myself sort of thing. But, no, it's just, like, I'm the cat. I'm naughty. I do whatever I want. Now I have a motorcycle, all this jewelry, all, like, everything. It's, like, and I woke up and... She cuts her hair. Yeah. Yep. I'm cool with you cutting your hair. But, my God, don't do it in a scene that cuts from one side of her head back and forth fucking 50 times in 20 seconds. That's the thing. The, The editing is just so... Oh, it's, it's unreal. Bad. There's not even like parts of the movie where I'm like, ah, finally I can just sit back and like enjoy the movie for a little bit. Or no. like even like, oh, that shot was beautiful. Or like, I don't know. It's like it doesn't really happen. Sadly, That's you know? the thing about like what makes this movie stand out in comparison to our other bad movies. Mm. Is that at least the other bad movies had like heart. Like yeah, there Supergirl. Was... They were they were trying something, you know what I'm saying? And like like and it wasn't good, you know. the The, the story was all over the place, and they were they were lackluster and everything everywhere. But it, I, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know what made this so much worse in my eyes than pretty much everything we've watched so far. It was but like maybe just so sex charged yeah, as well. Sexualized, like too. I mean, they were sexualizing the shit out of Halle Berry in this. Like I mean, it was just, yeah. it was bad. And I, I mean, the the playground scene. I guess it might be yeah. my favorite just because of how bad it is. I have it there no, right I now. I kind of caught on to your your theme here and your favorites is like you're kind of steering into the worst parts of the movie. Oh yeah, I think. Yeah, I think in that that makes it more fun. So that's what I'm trying to trying mm-hmm. to do. But I can't think of like a worse. The only shot I can remember is whenever the net the necklace reflected from the glass and was on her and like through the glass. Um, it actually looked kind of cool, and it was you know I guess kind of cliche. It's probably been done thousands of times before, but I, no, I mean nice. a shot that w- they thought about it and it actually I don't know sort of did well. So that was the only shot that I could think of well, but I can't think of a a shitty shot right now. Maybe just uh. I don't know, well, maybe that's the haircut the thing, scene or the fight. I don't know. Um, it's, they, the movie was so over-edited that you don't get to sit with any shots for very long at all anyway. Yeah. Um, the only shot that they let breathe actually does end up being my favorite shot, and it's the last one, the one where she, uh, yeah. she like flies down the side of the building and swings up over and then walks into the moon. That's dope, you know, like... And I, it was like all CG. Even her walking away was mm. CG, and you could like tell, which was an <laughs> odd choice. But uh, I still it, like. I still thought it was it. It was the best looking part of the movie, and it was the last ten seconds. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's yeah. that's a flaw. That's not. That's yeah, not very good. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'll I'll put in the necklace shot just to put in something there because that's all I can remember. That might be the only two shots where they cared about what was on screen for more than a second at a time. Um, yeah, and there but, was another shot that I, I almost went with that was like, it was like a quick insert shot, which I, I'm a huge fan of like quick little insert cuts. Um, 
but this one was one that they didn't need to let breathe, and it was just cool for half a second. Whenever uh, Sharon Stone is holding Detective What's His Fuck at gunpoint, and Catwoman like wraps the gun up in her whip, and like you see the whip wrap around the gun, like mm. at that angle, that, that was, was cool. actually that was, was cool. cool. Um, that was cool. Um, but again, <laughs> that's like that's like a half a second shot. Like I really had to be looking for it to find that. Man, it's and like. Her, whenever she went over to the party to tell him to turn it down after she's she's in mean mode now, so she's actually, like, going over there. In the keg, for some reason, the most pressurized keg of all time, she's shooting that thing, like, 20 feet to spray those speakers and spray that dude. Like, I don't know what kind of keg they had or what beer. I don't know, but that was... And and, and she, she whipped it off, and she was like, ooh, I like a whip. That's how she kind of got the idea yeah. of, like, a whip, Oh, you know? my God. And yeah. it's just like, I don't know, I guess sort of better than her just finding a whip and then just going with it to be like i guess i don't know like they i don't know so they were like trying is the thing i think they were oh yeah no that's the thing that's what that's part of what makes it so so hard is that you can tell that i think they thought they were cooking you know what i'm saying they thought that they were doing something yeah and like i don't know okay the playground scene, I can't get over. Like, there are children right there. And you can even see them in some of the shots. It's not even like they had the kids off the set while they were doing this. You yeah, know? they were, like, all up in each other's I face. I mean, like, what ooh. the hell was going on? Like, what is it about playground? We had it in Daredevil. You know? Yeah, you know? dude. The playground scenes are just really bad. And beyond, beyond the over-sexualization of the scene, which I, like, the only problem is that there's a bunch of kids watching you play one-on-one and that's this is not the time the other part of it is that they are both hilariously bad at basketball and it's very funny to watch Mm -hmm. um whenever she's like given the ball and she's like all of a sudden supposed to be like really good and she's just throwing the ball back and forth in her hands that's extremely funny to me anyone can do that yeah and then she just goes ahead and jumps 10 feet off the wall how does like and everyone sees that it's just like oh that was dope but how would they be like what the fuck just what was that like you know like you just what the fuck yeah i don't know that's I, a travel lady i don't know <laughs> so, something so, like uh you can't do yeah. that uh no, no but yeah, yeah i completely get what you're saying i will say wow. you know i uh i i like halle berry a lot i really do and I think the problem with this one is that the writing is so fucking bad and the director clearly, clearly had no vision for this movie. It's very bad. Um, and I think her performance is more a result of that than her being a bad actress. You know what I'm saying? Because she is good. She's good in a lot of stuff. It's just that, like, I I had no choice but to not go with her for either my character or performance. I didn't I didn't give her either. That's why if I'm if I'm sticking like with the my my theme here of going with like the worst. Like I don't think her per, I don't know. I don't think she actually had the worst performance. I think uh, I well, do. I do. Maybe and here's now why. That I think about it because like Sally was actually sort of decent. The Sally's cop guy was actually performance. sort of decent. Sal- yeah, Sally, like, Alex Borstein as Sally is who I took down for my favorite. She was actually funny. Like yeah. that's the thing. That maybe that's the only redeeming quality of this movie. Fucking love Sally. I love yeah. Sally. She's awesome. 
I, I love that character, and she's in it for like five total minutes of screen time. Uh, yeah, she's just but, trying to get her laid. Honestly, you know, she's like, yeah. "Come on, go out, have some fun." And I love, you know what? An actual good scene that was sort of what, even though it was super sexually charged, was whenever he was returning her wallet to her or whatever, and he was in the office like, "Hey, you forgot this. You cover a lot of ground when you're in yeah, a hurry." It was cute. And then, you know, you have, like, the two coworkers looking over the desk, like, peeping in and, like, oh, you know, they call back down. And then, like, you know, you better make sure that she comes to this date, you know. And like, I don't know. That was that was actually sort of cute, you know, there. Yeah. And, like, the, the detective guy, I think he did a, a – I don't know uh, what his name is, but um, Detective – I called him Detective What's-His-Fuck. Yeah, that's why I, I was I, – I can't think of it either. But anyway, Detective Guy, sure. I didn't really think he would um, – I don't know the the twist at the end there. I guess that he, what he knew, or that he, I don't. What, what were they trying to do? Like, was he in Detective on it the whole clone. time? Yeah, clone, loan, loan. Oh, loan. That's right. Yeah, but what was what was the thing there at the? I was kind of a little confused whenever he was talking to the older, the forty year old that the you know the guy divorced and was like, yeah, I'm done with you. I, the girl that who was actually you know kind of. Yeah, behind yeah, yeah, it all, yeah. the girl fought at the end. Um, like when he when he was talking with her, um, was it just that he was trying to get her to admit to it, or like was he actually like in with her for a little bit? Because didn't he say like, um, I don't, I, I guess I, I don't know. I was a little confused during that. Part. I took that scene as just uh, she invited him there because he'd solved the mis- the crimes that directly affected her. So it was kind of like a. She was like, oh, okay. shout out to this guy because he did all this. She was trying to cover it up and be like, you know, invite the person who could get you in trouble right next to you so he doesn't look too deep into it. But yeah, no, Benjamin Bratt as Detective Lone uh, was actually my favorite character. I like, uh, like, I usually do not like our cop characters, but he's the least copy cop i've ever watched here yeah Yeah. at least he was taking care of kids and he was like yeah "Yeah, it's usually me all by myself anyways i'm used to it that was kind of cool you know he came in it was like all the art mumbo jumbo that he spoke you know and i thought they were going to keep it as that cliche but then he's like yeah no i'm i'm not for real i just googled it when i saw it at your apartment you know that was just very i don't know that was real you know i kind of kind of cool um and then like at the end when he's like hey i think if if you know I, I keep wanting to saying Selena Kyle. It's just so so natural, but it's yeah. so hard patience to say patience. Phillips. Patience Phillips. If Patience Phillips is back in her cell, you know, before the night, it's going to be really hard yeah. to prove that hell you're yeah. Catwoman. I was like, hell yeah, dude! Like, the, let's. I don't know that that was kind of cool. So maybe, yeah, he was kind of the 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 coolest guy in the movie. Actually, like not a not a cop really at all. Um, but. Man, was one guy that I definitely do hate is whoever the CEO or I don't know whatever his name is. Like whenever he was on the date at the theater with his new wife, or oh girlfriend, whatever. Oh uh, yeah, and like don't think oh, ever. Yeah, like she was like, I think that this is just so boring. Like, don't. what's the point of this? Don't. She's like, what? Don't, don't think. think. And ever. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my god, that was actually in this movie. Like, I mean, it's to make, I mean, this dude is obviously yeah, already no, a like, piece of shit, but That's another thing god. that this movie is going for, is the is like a misogyny angle yeah. where everyone's going to hate this dude because he's the big bad guy, uh, but nobody realizes it's actually the woman behind the scenes who's doing the terrible shit. And it's like, well, that kind of defeats 
the purpose it could have just been so easily that like idea she felt trapped and she couldn't really do anything because she was just in that you know married into that situation and had to like maybe she was the one trying to cover up for him could have been just so much easier and then like she actually wanted to work with catwoman at the end you know or something i don't know like i feel like a third grader could have changed some things about this movie to make it better like it's it doesn't really i don't it's just kind of it's insane that in a movie like Blade, they're trying and they are taking themselves seriously, but there are some times where it just goes over the top and they know it too. And like, and it's just, that's how it is. Yeah, they, they, it's yeah. full in and like bloodbath just going nuts. But it's like when it, when you're supposed to. But this was just kind of like, I feel like they just showed up every day and were like, well, let's let's think of what else we could add to this movie. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really thought about the end or how it's going to end yet. So let's just film every day and see how it goes. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, it's, that's sad that the two supporting characters are, like, the strongest part of the movie by, like, by far. Well, and that, that goes back to why I couldn't go with Halle Berry as Catwoman for either of them. And be, it's because the writing and the direction were so horrendous. She's the one who's affected by that the most since she's the main character. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. because because she's on screen the most, she sees the most terrible line like the most terrible lines, the most terrible scenes. She's in all of them because she's the main character. It's not necessarily her fault, it's the writing and directing. But it does end up affecting her in a way where I can't confidently put her as either of my favorites. And that's uh, exactly why I have to pick her as both of my favorite character exactly. and, and character for the opposite reasons. This was possibly the worst Catwoman depiction that Zero I've just ever seen. Like, fucking doubt. It was Michelle un- Pfeiffer, you know, extremely unloyal to comic adaptation. However... Written very, very well. It worked mm-hmm. for the story they were putting forward. The direction was really, yeah. really good. It was really well performed. So she didn't. It didn't really feel out of place with that no, movie. It felt at all. fine there. Yeah. But. Yeah, this. This is, this is the, that example. The, like an adaptation doesn't necessarily make something bad. The yeah. writing and direction can make something really fucking bad. And this like, is this is that. I guess there could have been something cool with the ancient Egypt stuff. I don't know. But it was it was just like a quick explanation as to why she has her her powers. And then introducing that like weird cat lady that just studied it for a little bit or whatever and then got fired because she was looking into it or whatever. And then she's like, yeah, I know what you are. Push, I'm going to push you off this ledge so that you land on your feet so that I know that your cat won't, you know, or whatever. And like, yeah, Midnight. Just my my cat, you know, he just goes off on his own sometimes. Oh, he's never brought anyone home before. Wow, look at you. You must be special. And I don't know. It was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I was just jumping all over everywhere the whole time. It's, um, but man, if I actually had to choose a favorite character, though, I think I would, I would actually switch. I would go Sally as my favorite character and then Detective Lone as, mm-hmm. as the performance. Because, I don't know, he, he was just, like... More of just because of the corny corniness of, well, no, because Sally was actually funny and actually just kind of killed her role. Like, yeah, you got you got it right. The way you got it, like, is is the true true way to do it here. And man, yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know if maybe they just drove the the sex back a little bit. If it could have been better, because I mean, Sally, 
talk about a sexually charged character. I mean, I don't think there was a single thing that came out of her mouth that wasn't sexually charged. I mean, it was like she was the one who had the leather outfit for her just in case. Uh, she's already hitting on her doctor because she looks all vulnerable in the hospital and she's feeling a little better now. So she's got to hit on the doctor. And then we see she actually got home, you know, got with him uh, in his apartment um, and all. And, you know, at like Sally Fox. Uh, yeah, we can this say. movie doesn't come close to passing the Bechdel test. The uh, the idea that two women have to speak to each other for an extended period of time without it relating to a man, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, doesn't even, even come close. The very first thing like she says is like she's rub- rubbing on the cream and she's like, "Oh, how do you get that?" And she's like, "Oh, I have my ways." As she's like wiggling her chest, you know, and it's just like, "Man, wow!" Starting off, starting off strong. Okay, cool. We're you know. We're getting there, and it just keeps continuing. And then the CEO doesn't help, you know, as uh, everything that he just says is the most misogynistic thing, or just he can never be wrong. Like I love whenever it's like the wrong red, and he's and then patience is like, but I specifically heard that you told me. He's like, yeah, I know what I said, but incompetence will not be will not be tolerated here. You know that you're wrong, uh, and then it has to be. The girl to actually be like, no, you know that she's good. Let her fix it by midnight. You know, fix this red color, and then that everything will be. I don't know. I I love the corporate side of this movie. I think it's hilarious. Um, but uh, like, they were trying so hard to go at like the the anti like CEO like big corporation like angle, and then the end of it wasn't even like focusing on the corporation part of it it was just like the two people that were there at the top and then they were dead you know they died and that was just kind of it it wasn't like that oh now the company um reversed everything and is now you know recalling all of this off the shelves and they have a cure for you to rub on your face and so you won't die because are there just like millions of people around the United States right now just dying because now the CEOs are dead and then they're not going to make it anymore. They're obviously not going to sell it that this is out. So, well, that's, what's weird is that did they ever actually explain why Sally had it? Cause that's, think, that's the thing is that they were about to start selling it. They hadn't started selling. Oh it. no. It, oh, that's why they, that's why she wiggled her chest that's what was yeah. th- at the very beginning that's that's what it was it's like how do you even have your hands on that that's not even out yet and she goes i have my ways that's literally what it was oh my god so literally sally and white hair girl i don't know man i don't know her name i like uh, i want to get a Hedare. name laurel dare wow yeah laurel Hadare. um so those are the only two people actually in the world that have it then and that are using it yep so never mind. So everyone Laurel's death so, was also like kind of hilarious. Yeah. It were like scratching off the face to reveal that like she's dying and then she sees it and the reflection is like, okay, I can drop now. Like is that the idea is that what happened there? Like she saw her reflection and was like, It's not worth it anymore? Or yeah, like no, was she, she gonna was fall? Like, I'd anyways? rather like, I'd rather die than look like this. Yeah. But uh, she also <laughs> said help me as she was about to let go, so it's like there's a little yeah, bit of balance there. And, um, and my line comes right there. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but stupid. it's game over as I'm about to punch you at the window at the last blow. Guess what? It's overtime. And magically, I just I'm I, I was just waiting for this moment so I could say this line and then actually absolutely just jump around like nothing has ever happened. And then 
I yeah, I don't know. It was just a cheesy ass line, and then I just okay, right, sure. Maybe maybe she has nine lives, you know, sort of thing. So like, she just kind of actually died there or something, and then just whipped back into full action as she just jumped around the walls, whipped her a couple times, and then just put her in the same position she was in, and then okay, fight over, cool. By the boom, by the bang, it's over. But. Yeah, I don't like it, that's the thing. I, I think I would rather want like a third act like was the the crazy vampire lightning storm in Blade 1 or 2. Blade like one. that. Yeah, I feel like I'd rather want that third act than this. Like it was it was honestly just more disappointing. Like I thought it was going to go super crazy and over the top, but well, then it didn't. And, you know, and I'm like, man, well, it, this was already so bad. I wanted it to just keep just going. Go all the way with it. Yeah, yeah, if nothing if nothing else, this movie is very consistent. It is one of the things that we gave X-Men credit for is that nothing really came out of the blue, you Mm. know? And I would say that nothing really came out of the blue with this movie. It all just kind of happened how it happens. Uh, but it's just a substantially worse story. I think that, you know, part of the, part of the problem here is that writer's room, you know, you got Teresa Rebecca who helped with the overall story, but the literal screenplay is by John, John, and Michael. You know what I'm saying? Um, that makes sense. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's the actual screenplay is written by three dudes. And the whole premise of the villain is a, is a woman who wants for ladies to never feel like they look ugly again. They can look as beautiful as they want. Okay. Okay, John, John, and Michael. That's, uh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Di- I didn't really dig anything in this movie other than Sally. Sally just might be the actually only only good thing because even even Detective Lone, like oh, he had some horrendous was, scenes, which is yeah, why I ended like, up going with him as my character instead of performance. Is that yeah? There are just moments where it's like, oh my god, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I I don't I don't know what they thought they were doing. And how how much money? That's what I want to know. Catwoman. How the much budget? The, how much money did they spend on this movie? Um, I guess it's probably in two thousand. A hundred million dollars. One hundred million. Oh, that's what it. Yeah. Oh, it grossed eighty-two million. Somehow made eighty-two. Somehow it almost broke even, which is surprising. Uh, it didn't. Um, but almost broke even. Uh, made eighty two, but costed a hundred million. So, yeah, wow, Batman, Batman eighty nine only costed thirty five million to make. Oh my fucking god, that's actually nuts. Batman Returns costed less than this as well, eighty million. Yeah, I bet they just paid Halle Berry a fat check. I don't know how much, but like a hundred million. No way, like. She's getting paid twenty million dollars for this, right? Like, like no way it's actually that big of a chunk of the budget, right? Like, I can't imagine. What did they spend the money on? The because like they had some CGI shots, like the city, like at the beginning, it was all like CGI and the camera just whooshing in and stuff. But then like mm-hmm. nothing that would seem. A hundred million? What the fuck did they spend it on? Wow. That's 
I'm looking at the trivia now, just in case they have any tidbits about that. Halle Berry said in her acceptance speech at the Razzies, I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this god-awful piece-of-shit movie. Wow. Yeah, I mean, she's right. I mean, it. this, this is just a negative on her resume. You know, I, I guess she kind of turned it into a positive, you know, like owning it and being like, whatever, I cash my check, you know, and then like, whatever. But, wow. Like, I don't know if I'll, like, I don't think, I'm not going to look at Halle Berry and be like, oh, I'll always remember her now as this really bad cat woman. You know, I don't think that that's... Oh what's going to happen but no yeah and that's the thing is that her her comic book movie track record isn't fantastic and it's never been her fault you know like storm that's a writing issue you know like the fact that she's never on screen for very long and they had her just the um, accent as well yeah it's a weird yeah. choice but uh interesting little tidbit here uh michelle pfeiffer had low opinions of the costume's comfort level from Batman Returns and consequently declined reprising the role. Hmm. This movie was offered to Michelle Pfeiffer. And initially. she turned it down just because the costume was That's uncomfortable? what IMDb is saying, which I find bullshit, but apparently... This costume was a lot more revealing as well. Much, um, much this, more revealing. Yeah, this one was not the full body suit. This one was... Very much less. Um, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's... I don't think she turned it down just for the costume. I don't know. But I guess, like, it would make sense that if you were given your own movie, you know, after you just did the role, you would think that... No way the costume was like, yeah, no, that costume's just really uncomfortable. I don't, I don't want to do the movie. I don't know. In the pile of photos of Catwoman pictures that Ophelia shows Patience Phillips, one can be seen of Michelle Pfeiffer's from Batman Returns, implying that this exists in the same universe and that she was previously one of the women who the cats selected. It's... They actually did do... They did care about continuity. They did. Look at this, this movie. Changes my whole perspective. This I love this everything. movie. I love this movie. It's in the universe. It's it's in the wacky already. So that we, so it is fine. It's in that wacky. Oh my god. No. No. Still. No. I, I... Wow. Catwoman has been portrayed by more actors than any other comic book villain. Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt in the Batman uh, TV series. Lee Merriweather in, in the Batman 1966 movie, Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns, Halle Berry in this film, Anne Hathaway in The Dark Knight Rises, Cameron Bicondova in Gotham, and Zoe Kravitz in The Batman. So, Man. tons of live action, uh, live action Catwoman. Well, Halle Berry, if we're doing a ranked list of our favorite Catwomen, uh, I'm sorry, but you, she she's owning it. You know she she's she knows. Oh, she's aware. She's aware. Um, of she's very right. aware, and she's still a millionaire. So I don't think she cares. Um, at the end of the day, um, she's doing fine. Um, ah, production. St I'm just reading the trivia. It's really fascinating. Everything that happened to make this movie happen. Uh, production stalled at some point in the middle of 2003. 
and rumors circulated within Warner Brothers that they would scrap the project and instead give Halle Berry the role of Selena Kyle Catwoman in Batman Begins. Which, gotta think, would have gone over better for her with a proper writer and a proper director. Gotta guess. Gotta guess. Yeah, I mean, that would have been... Yeah, and not just used... Yeah, I don't know. This just wasn't wasn't it. You know, if you're going to make a Catwoman movie, I don't know. They just they just made a lot of It's not that's the thing. It's not really her fault. Like apparently corporate meddling is a heavy factor here. After reading the screenplay, the director Pitoff and John Rabasse presented to the producers an alternate version of the story that they thought would be better that was refused because it was quote too artistic what not not the last time that would be used as a uh an huh. excuse to cancel something it's the reason edgar wright didn't direct ant-man wow, uh, wow. He, he had an artur's vision for it and they were like nah that's good kevin feige was well, like nah we need something a little bit more normal um this was normal yeah Halle I mean, Berry was originally thought to play Catwoman in Darren Aronofsky's canceled Batman Year One. Darren Aronofsky just uh, won a few Oscars last year um, for his movie The Whale, starring Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah, it almost went really well for her, huh? She just turned down this one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess someone would have had to do it. I guess the movie was going to be made. The money, the hundred million dollars was there. It was being going to be made, but she just was the unfortunate one that had to try and perform one of the... I mean, she read the screenplay, though, right? Like, Yes, but that's the thing. Her The way she framed it, uh, I'd like to thank Warner Brothers for making me do this shitty, fucked-up film. You know, like, uh, maybe there's some sort of contract she was locked into that she couldn't avoid i don't know hmm yeah i i don't this is i because i just they the thing like the, the the way i know that i actually can call this movie bad is that they were actually trying to make it good and they thought that they were doing something but it just was not like even in 2004 like, that's the thing. I can't even put myself back in the time and be like, maybe this is good then. Like, even if I'm, like, a, a preteen and all horned up, maybe. Like, that's the only reason. Like, and even only. then, I think I'd be able to go, yeah, this is a bad movie, but at least she's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, I don't, I'm trying just to think of any scene that was just sort of good. Yeah, no, I, uh. I sure as shit didn't. And I can't. I, I like I literally put a scene and with a question mark and went, I guess, where I filled it in because it's bad. There's like not a scene in this movie that I would go, you know what? That's an exception. That one was actually kind of good. Um, I went with the Ferris wheel scene where Detective Lone decides he's going to go ahead and climb down and try to mm-hmm. figure it out. That's a cool little slight hero moment. And then she oh, yeah. actually goes and saves a kid who's about to fucking die. Um, Dope. You know, I don't have much else to say about it. It's just like all that for happened, a moment, yeah. I was like, "Cool." At least like actual hero moment here. Yeah, at yeah, least something I mean, good happened, I guess. Um, because everything else is just uh figuring out 
what happened to her that night and then killing the two people who were involved in you know wait did did the CEO guy die? Did he actually die die? Yeah, he got shot several yeah, times. Yeah, he just yeah, just actually yeah, that's right. Oh, framed. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's right. Was used as as a frame job. I, okay. Wow. Yeah, I I literally just watched this movie like just yeah, I no, fin- like, like finished it an hour ago, an hour and a half ago, and it's just like it was so just. And this happens. This happens. This happens. That I'm just like, what? I was trying to find like a thread line or like a. I was being like, wow, where is this going to go to make it make sense at the end? Where it's all like, ah, this is where they were going, you know. And then it was just kind of like, okay, I they they're done. Like the movies, I, I finished it, and it was more like. Actually, thank thankfully the movie's kind of over now. Like, <laughs> I don't well, know. Like, really? Oh, that was weird. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Craig had oh, a little hiccup. Craig, I think. Ah, uh, Craig. Yeah, he He's disconnected and reconnected. We're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anywho, th- what's really crazy is that this had both Sharon Stone and Halle Berry, both actresses, which I find incredible. I love both of them. Sharon Stone on set apparently uh, was uh, let it be known that she wasn't a fan of the movie they were making. Uh, one of the uh, one of the little tidbits here is that in the middle of filming a scene, Sharon Sharon Stone's cell phone rang and she took the call, holding up filming in the middle of a in the middle of a scene. Uh, so much no one cared. Wow. At least her. At least. Her, I don't know. I, I'd say like she probably wasn't the only one that no. felt this way, but she no, was just, no I way. guess, the only one to be that confident. And just be like, yeah, I don't, I don't care about what I'm doing right now. Wow, because the actors, they're just all getting the money at the end of the day, and like hey, they're, yeah. they're just they're working, you know, they're working with what they got. But it's really just the fault of everyone who made. Like I can't believe that. I guess maybe if you just read the screenplay, it doesn't seem that bad. Corporate, you know, mm. anti-corporation, uh, Catwoman, superhero movie. Um, I found I found how much Halle Berry got paid to play Catwoman. $14 million. It was one of her most successful financial films and is why she has never gave a shit what anyone has had to say about the movie. Oh, my God. God, yeah, she doesn't feel a thing about this movie. Then, oh my, fourteen million dollars. Yeah, Barry's role as Catwoman in two thousand four earned mixed reviews, but Barry said she had no qualms about the negative criticism she received for her performance. Due to the fact, despite her facing a lot of criticism at the time, the actress has noted that the movie was one of her most financially successful films. She got paid fourteen million dollars to play it. Toby Maguire got paid four million to do Spider Man One and Spider Man Two. Then when they recognized that, you know, they got something there, then it jumped up to seventeen point five. She almost made like that's actually kinda nuts. Like Well, the, there's the fact that Halle Berry, she accepted Harazi with an Oscar mm. in her hand. She was an Oscar winner that's when true. she accepted. They had the role. to. If they wanted yeah. her, they had to pay that much. So yeah. That's wow. They just that's if Halle Berry wasn't in this movie and it was a nobody, like it would have like 
the movie would have made absolutely nothing. I bet oh, the I only reason people not. came was because, like, oh, Halle Berry is Catwoman. I, won't, I don't know. I guess, you know, Storm wasn't whatever, but let, let's see what she can do, you know, in her own movie. I bet that's, you know, I don't know. For 2004, I bet people were kind of hyped for a Catwoman movie, I'd say. I don't know. I but, mean, it was a hot, it was a hot year for, it was a hot time for comic book movies. That was a, it was a big deal at the moment. And, you know, she, she just won an Oscar two years prior yeah. against great actresses like the legendary Judy Dench, uh, Nicole Kidman, Renee Zellweger. She, and she beat them all and got an Oscar, uh, for her performance in Monsters Ball. And then she made this God movie. Damn. They were I like, mean, we'll pay you $14 million to be in this movie. How is it? How like I'd that? say yes. I don't, I wouldn't read the script. I bet she didn't read the script at that point. There's I bet, a possibility I bet, she didn't. And yeah. she adopted, she ended up getting a cat out of it. She adopted one of the cats who they trained on set. And so $14 million and a cat. Okay. That's not yeah. including residuals from the film's success. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it didn't make anything. It actually lost money. So I guess, well, I guess over time, I don't know if she just, they actually have to pay her for like they, I wonder if I'm that's, assuming, yeah. And, and you know, it depends on contracts and stuff. I'm assuming she got a cut of the earnings, you know, like that's as the lead actress, that's kind of, if, you, if you're yeah. not getting a cut of the earnings, your manager needs to, you know, wow. nut up a little bit. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's her agent, I should say. I wanted to come in nice and be like. Is this middle of the road and it kind of? No, I wanted to. I wanted to too. I, I I went into this because that's the other thing is that it's a woman led movie. It's Halle Berry. I want to be positive about it. Um, but ultimately, the most positive thing I could say about this movie is that it's not her fault that this yeah. movie is as bad as it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she's not like. I, no one was, know. yeah, like, no one was in on it. Like, everyone didn't care about it already. Like, if if people are just going off taking phone calls, like, Halle Berry's definitely just like, I mean, I'm still making 14 million. Like, that's what she's thinking in the back of her head is just like, yeah, I, I mean, okay. If, it, to do this. if it's getting annoying and getting frustrating, she's like, 14 million, 14 million, that's all. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what she'll keep, I don't know. Uh, oh. Yeah, she she robbed him. <laughs> She robbed Warner Brothers of $14 million right there. I mean, wow, just easy. Um, but, yeah, I, I, think, I think this is confidently the worst movie that we've, we've gotten so far. Yeah, I um, think it might be time for a, for a rating for this bad boy. Uh, oh, <laughs> I will say my line. Uh, meow. Yeah, I forgot who she was fighting. I think just like a random thug right. on the street or something. But it was like a... Uh, I don't know. It good. Just it's something, man. Uh, but yeah, this will be a fun one to rate. We'll start with enjoyment mm-hmm. as we usually do, and let's go back to what we've given other movies previously: Superman three, four, five, Supergirl, four. That seems kind. That seems kind yeah. to me. Um, I mean, there was a point where I'm just like, damn, I'm just gonna start cleaning my room. I was like, I'd rat, like, I was sitting down watching the movie, like, it's kind of harder to watch this movie, sit down and watch it. I'm just gonna, like, do things. Sort of move stuff around, and then, yeah. So, and then I, I don't know. So, this one, it was, it was just hard to get through. I would watch Supergirl nine times out of ten over this. I I just have to be in a bad movie mood 
to watch this. So like, and that's I mean, what we said about Supergirl. I got to be in a worse movie mood, mood to watch this. I'm like, comfortable throwing this uh, three enjoyment. Cause like, is it half of Supergirl? You know, cause that's that's a little nuts. Two, you know, I don't know. I'd say like floor is like two five, like that's like floor. But I think like three, it, it's around there. You know, it's like hear me out here. There was an element to Supergirl that was fun to watch because it was so bad. This wasn't fun to watch because it was so bad. Which is a hard. That's it. That's a crazy level of bad. You know what I'm saying? Could it be um, too? Like, could it be that low? Like 20%? That's like, that's a 20%. I mean, maybe a quarter. Were they a quarter? You know, 25? Like, maybe it is just like a 2.5. Like, it, I'll give it, it a 2.5. I'm comfortable It was with that. just not really that fun to watch. And even the parts that were supposed to be cool and like, action-y were just shit because of the editing like you know even when it was supposed to be cool it wasn't so like uh, yeah i think not quite half supergirl but a little bit you know Close almost to there. It, man yeah. this is a this is a not fun movie to watch and it's bad you know like that's what genre is like this? i said well that, and that's genre wise something that occurred to me while I was watching this, is that there's this crime conspiracy angle. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is supposed to be the same genre as the Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cri- yeah. I mean, that it would make sense. But I the crime... If, I mean, the crime part of this movie was just difficult. The only good part was go back in your cell before the you know the night's over. Right. That that the only part of the crime part that was good, and then I guess the frame you know the framing of like I I scratched them all up and I made it look like it was just you. That that's that's it. Like of the crime, of the action part of the movie, I don't know if I enjoyed really. I don't, like any of the action. I, I like the whip I, of the gun. Cool. No, yeah, uh, and I, I will say that scene where she did take down the dude who was robbing the museum or burgling the museum. Mm. I don't think that I don't like the idea of adapting her to have the nimbleness and the abilities of a cat. It didn't look terrible when she was doing it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't. I did like the action in that scene specifically. Um, mostly because we could like actually see it. It didn't do this over editing cut, 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 cut thing. Um, Mm. but that's like it. That's like the only scene that I can think of where I liked the action. And even so it's shit. Let's see. What's the lowest genre rating we've given. Was it also Supergirl at a 3.75? Yeah. It's lower than that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll go three on that one. I you think, know, yeah. that's where my gut took me. Yeah, it was just a little bit better, I guess, than enjoyment because, like, it's still superhero-y at some points, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool to see, but that's about it. Yeah, okay. Ooh. And adaptation, this is our worst adaptation yet. Because here's is the this, thing, Supergirl, yeah. Supergirl, previously our worst adaptation. 
And ooh. Sorry. Mm. Accidentally fucked up my mic. Am mm. I good again? Mm. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, cool. Uh sorry about that. Uh but like I was saying, previously Supergirl was our worst adaptation out of three. That at least got the spirit of the character right. What I was saying earlier, like, not only do they fuck up the whole she gets revived by alley cats and all Mm -hmm. of a sudden she's some mythical creature who takes on the abilities of a cat. That's already, you're way off base. Already. You're already fucking up. But then to fundamentally make it that it's like two personas, that's not a thing. To make it to where it's she's wants to be a good guy, but her bad side is stealing and she wants to return stuff. That's not Catwoman steals shit. That's her thing. You know, she likes stealing. She's I was a cat. She is a cat burglar. That is why she's Catwoman. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Every thing that they decided to change for the movie, it ended up making the movie actively worse. And yeah. It was the wrong decision. Is it? What did they do correctly? This is a one. I was, could it be lower? Can we give it a half point? Can we give it a zero? Like, I I mean, it's in between a zero and a one for me. I'm not giving it any higher than a one is what I'm, you know, like. Yeah. I think it, I think, I don't know. Are we ever going to give anything a zero true? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking like scale of one to ten, we give it a one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's like. It's, it's. It's terrible. Like, it's a terrible adaptation. It doesn't get any aspect of the character right. Fun- fundamentally, because they decide to split the personas. Even that, would if they didn't, if it's just who she became, a mm. little bit of a bump. Because that's what Catwoman's yeah. like. Yeah, You know, yeah, like, like... I wouldn't have been mad. I was expecting her to actually go in there and rob that... St- like, I didn't expect goons to be in there and her having to break it up. I thought she, she was, was just going to go in there and go steal shit. And do all of it, yeah. And, no. Um, yeah, no, every, every decision they made to change from what was already known actively made the movie worse or was mm. just the wrong way to go about it. Like, yeah. So I, I, I agree. One is like, like, yeah, it's either a half or a one, you know, in my, like in my mind, I was like, that was the only one where I was coming in. Like, man, this might be a zero, like actually could possibly be a zero, but I agree with the one. Um, <laughs> Critically but, now, this yeah, is an we? interesting one. Amongst our worst, we gave Batman and Robin a 3.25. We gave Howard the Duck a 3.5. We gave Supergirl a 3. And Batman 66 a 3. That makes this, at the highest, a 275. Mm-hmm. That's its ceiling. I mean, the direction, the editing... Shit. Shit. The writing. Shit. The, the like even the performances. As Sally a result, yeah. As, as result, a result of everything yeah. else being so bad, it made the actors do bad. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like a two. I like I give it a two. One, yeah. Like, let's see if we give it a two. Yeah, two one three average. If we give a it a twenty one percent on the tomato meter, which is. 13% worse than Supergirl. 34%. Yeah. I mean, 
it actively is worse than Supergirl. Like, I can, I, before we start, like, this was confidently what was going to take the cake as the worst movie. If I was thinking of giving one category a zero, I, I, after Supergirl, I still wasn't like, okay, one of these could be a zero. Or, like, they're definitely below a two. Like, I knew no, that right. for sure. Like, after I came out of Supergirl, I'm like, no. Like, there's still something. You know, there was still some saving graces and some things that were good. But, man, yeah, this was... I was hoping for that. I was hoping for something to come up, but it just never quite did. This um, movie is the reason I can't take people who say Thor Love and Thunder is one of the worst movies ever made seriously. You haven't watched enough movies or comic book movies at that. Yeah. Like, this Thor Love and close. Thunder, no, not a fantastic movie. Not a great movie. It is not this fucking bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm actually uh, the only one. I only had one good thing for my favorites, and it was my shot. I'm changing it so that they're all bad, and it's the five shots in one second. <laughs> I, I, I will highlight that, and and I don't, I don't know how we'll screenshot that um, all right. at all. But I just want to highlight, like, just so we can remember how bad the editing is when we look back, and and uh, I think I'll remember it pretty clearly. I don't know. I'll remember how how poorly this movie was made, but uh. Yeah, it's just at least we're past it. You know, we can move on. Um Yeah, we're on to bigger and better things, you know. Next week we've got my fucking uh Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity and then Electra. So we've got a couple weeks of just bangers coming up here. We're going, we're going huge. You know, I, let's see. Okay, Batman Begins is coming up. In a little. That, that hey, I know is good. I'm not going to lie. There's a three-movie stretch there. I Constantine, that's got uh, Keanu Reeves. I know I'm a like watching that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's Keanu Reeves and John Constantine. It's not going to be a great... It's not a great movie, but it's enjoyable. V for Vendetta. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's wonderful. I've heard that's a great movie. And then Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So, like, mm-hmm. we got a stretch of three here that are iffy in Catwoman, Blade, Trinity, and Elektra. And then I think we got a stretch of three after that. That'll be really good. But I think now is an appropriate time to announce what we are officially planning on doing with our comic book movie project. Mm-hmm. So like we said, we've got our next three here in uh, Blade Trinity, Elektra, and Constantine. After that, we got V for D- Vendetta, Batman Begins. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Catwoman, Blade mm-hmm. Trinity, Elektra, Constantine, V for Vendetta. Batman Begins, Fantastic Four, X-Men Last Stand, Superman Returns, Superman 2 The Donner Cut, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man 3, and The Rise of the Silver Surfer. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 more weeks. About three more months. Three more months we will do this every Friday, and then we are going to take a break before we dive into the MCU. Mostly because we miss covering a lot of other movies, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of great movies out there and feel remiss to be limiting our scope. So immensely to comic book movies, we will absolutely be returning to the project, Mm. but I do believe if I remember correctly, the thing we landed on for our first stop was star Wars actually covering those movies. Uh, the Skywalker sagas more specifically episodes one through nine, one after the other, um, and who knows? We don't know exactly how we're going to do that. Might be a live commentary series, might not be. Um, 
but regardless, that's what's going to be coming up after Rise of the Silver Surfer here. So here in three months, that's what you can be expecting. And then once that's complete, we'll return and we'll do Iron Man. We'll do the entirety of uh, all the comic book movies that occurred through phase one of uh, the MCU. And that's kind of how the rest of the project will be based Mm. is off MCU phases. So we're working our way up to the MCU. We're going to do a separate project. We're going to do MCU phase one. We're going to do a separate project. We're going to do phase two and then a separate project and then phase three and then a separate project. And you get the gist. Uh, and obviously phase one's just the measuring, the measuring mechanism because there's a lot of movies within phase one, uh, yeah. outside of the MCU, like, Phase one will include The Dark Knight and Watchmen and X-Men Origins Wolverine and Jonah Hex and X-Men First Class and Green Lantern. There's there's all sorts of stuff that will also be included there. But uh, phase one will be the measuring device there. So just want to let everyone in on what we've got planned coming up and uh, got some time before that happens. But uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to cover some more movies beyond comic book movies again. And uh, while it's been a lot of fun. We get to avoid things like Catwoman when we do that, you know? Yeah, um, get, get some good movies in there. Uh, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, stuff yeah. that we've been itching to talk about. I don't know. Exactly. Not, no, you know, maybe offense to Catwoman, but I don't really want to talk <laughs> about, about this movie anymore. Um, <laughs> no, so I can't blame you. I'd rather talk about, yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves or Star Wars or any any other franchise or movie yeah, and shit maybe we get back to the whole fucking 52 year format but we do it we we had the idea where we would condense it so it's like one movie from every decade since the 60s or whatever 60s 70s 80s 90s mm. odds 10s and 20s you know like it's just mm-hmm. do an eight-week series where we each pick a movie and go for it you know it's we got a lot we got a lot on the mind we got a lot to to do but uh so you got three more months of comic book movies for sure out of us and then we're gonna do whatever the fuck we want and then we will get back to it so uh that's the plan but with that i think we can comfortably conclude this episode of the penny bloom podcast if you would head to patreon.com slash penny bloom pod where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content and i have officially begun writing again i got my first article put up over there and i actually did i'm doing a first viewings project and i did the first couple parts in podcast format i do uh, 15 movies i rank them and the only thing that binds them is if i have watched that movie for the first time they have no bearing to be compared beyond I've watched them for the first time. So I did the first two in podcast format. I did the third one in writing for format. And I think that might be the way I do it. I, I'll go back and forth. I like doing both, but uh, that was a fun little method. So that's up there and tons more. So go ahead and check that out for $3 a month. You can support this podcast financially, which is huge because it costs me money and I don't make any off of it unless it's over there. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast, and remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever it is you might be listening. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And meow. <laughs>